Jason Curtis and I were talking about the offspring. And afterwards, we had a conversation about being cute and or clever with your songwriting. So, listen up. You know, anytime you're going to try and be, like, clever or funny, like, as time goes on, things just may feel, like, dated, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I don't feel any of that, like, you know, I want to fucking wash it off my arms type of feeling that Bloodhound Gang kind of did with any of these offspring songs, you know? Like, it just... That's not offensive, but here and there, there's like, eh, that was kind of gauche, you know? Eh, maybe we wouldn't say that today. And, like, the dude is a pretty thoughtful person here, too. So, like, yeah, you know, we're not endorsing, like, some goofy chud, like... Exactly. Yeah, the guy, the guy is incredibly oh. smart. I think he was, like, a Val of Victorian's class. When you think about, like, a typical punk rock band leader... Uh, Dexter Holland doesn't really fit the mold per se. Right. Um, he, he may look the part when you see him up on stage, but when you learn more and more about the guy growing up, you know, uh, I think his dad was a hospital administrator. He grew up middle class. He always, he wanted to get his PhD in molecular biology, which eventually did. And, you know, the, about the guy himself, like he, he, he didn't, he doesn't really like fit the whole uh, drugs and, and, and like, I don't know, the, the intense scene of the, the lifestyle of a punk rocker necessarily. Cause you know, while, while when the offspring got popular, the guy was still in school and he stayed in school. Like he stayed in his college to still pursue, I don't know if it was his bachelor's or master's at the time. Like they were hitting the scene and Dexter didn't even like, he didn't even drop out of school. He just stayed in school the whole time because I don't know that if he wasn't, it, biology is a passion of his. So like music is such a big part of Dexter's, what we know him for, but I don't know that it's like the only part of him and his passions in his life. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, this is, this is what I love is when, when people come armed with like information, um, I, I guess to kind of like, you know, tag on to, you know, not really being clever or whatever. So pretty fly can get, get in because it's, it's this commentary. The song's still fun, but what is a song like, original prankster or hit that really saying and i i I think that's the disconnect because like all the other albums you can find you know these things these these songs like well thought out songs and then suddenly you're hearing you know i want to hit that hit that it's like no oh i I think almost some of it is like intentionally like They did some of that intentionally to like, I don't know if it was driving their message or just to make it radio friendly. I I don't know because it is so different than what they do typically. In original prankster, I still don't understand what the what, what behind that song. I, I probably some of those like is it I don't know, like prankster type shows like Jackass. At the, I'm trying to time frame the song in my yeah, head. Yeah, I guess that would Whether be... that would have been really popular at the time, and maybe it was just a commentary on that. I guess that would be roughly around the same time, and I yeah, guess you know. Well, the bad touch was probably right around there, maybe just before it. And, you know, bloodhound gang was deeply tied to like the, the jackass dudes and stuff. So maybe that's what we're doing. And, and, you know, maybe that's what we're missing is I can't, I can't get past its shell to really get into what the song is at all. Like I can't. (laughs) Yeah. And, and very few bands are, (laughs) really can carry a, a consistent hit 
or consistent like uh uh what am i trying to think uh, say but uh value to their to their music across their entire career and i don't think the offspring obviously hasn't done that and and most bands don't do that mm-hmm. you know what i mean like they kind of peak out and and um or or planer out or however you want to say it um and the the offspring definitely kind of um well, you know, and, and mo- a lot of artists, they'll do stuff differently, which some fans will be like, oh, I can't believe that. But, you know, as an artist, I don't ever blame them if they want to try different things. Mm-hmm. You know, some bands, they're just like, yeah, we've been doing this for so long. We want to try something different. And I don't know how much of that weighed in the offspring or some of the things that they did through some of their albums, like what the motivations were behind some of the what they did. But, you know, it's... You know, it's whatever they, they want to do. But yeah, I'd, I've never understood songs like uh, like Original Prankster. It just didn't make any sense to me as th- knowing them, uh, Dexter and them as the band, like where those songs came from. It'd be interesting to find out. Are you into whenever uh, they make those changes? Feel free to answer. Mm-hmm. I'm curious. Uh, I'm also curious to uh, get you to listen. Curious to get you to listen to After the Fact number 105, which is where you can hear the rest of that conversation. Uh, I guess if you're curious, you can listen to the rest of it. It's After the Fact number 105. You can get it by going to patreon.com slash oh hi Justin. Greatly appreciate you considering it. Uh, it gets you uh, every After the Fact, it gets you plenty of other audio content for free, and uh, it only costs you a dollar to get in the door. So it's, it's that simple. Uh, and also, if you'd like to hear our conversation on The Offspring, it's going to be forward one episode. So just push play. <laughs> 